0: Remember, do not underestimate the power of the PlayStation. Await oh, no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every thursday me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest and greatest in playstation so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever was whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you doing, Kyle?
1: <laughs> i'm doing great i'm not real i'm um, not a big fan of probably what my face looked like right there but you know what it doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't first off matter. your
0: face you, you look gorgeous did, thanks you man got, you got a haircut
1: i did I got a haircut because I knew we had a very important stream that we were doing last weekend. Um, so I had to look good for the cameras. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: So with that, we were at Extra Life this uh, Saturday. Dazer Blur. And yeah. at Extra Life, we raised over, well, mostly you guys, 1,616 doll hairs. Is that exact?
1: Oh, my God. That is 100% correct. That's Our all goal? Off my
0: head. I remember <laughs> that.
1: our goal was a thousand bucks and we hit that within eight hours seven hours whatever it was just completely blown away and it it makes me feel so good knowing that there are good people out there that Mm -hmm. will give to a great cause and if you stop by and you're one of our listeners to the show thank you so much i love you more than anything um yeah, it was a it was a great time to hang out with you, to hang out with other friends, to play games, dude. It's to raise money for kids battling cancer. Like, yeah. oh my god, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. So, I first we gotta thank John because we he us in his lovely home and his yep. uh, his girlfriend Michelle. Michelle, yeah. Uh, Michelle, uh, and, <laughs> and they're uh, oh my god, the most adorable dog you ever seen uh, in your life, Toby. Oh my god. <laughs> and then yeah, I want to thank you, Kyle. I want to thank Kelsey, Mike, everybody. For just setting this all up, making it happen, a, a very special thank you to Joe After Work, who literally because we're all stupid yes. when it comes to streaming, he saved our ass. <laughs> he saved yes, he our thank so ass. Thank you so much, and everybody who donated. Thank you all so much because it goes to, just it goes to the kids in need. What better what better of a cause with that before we talk about what we've been playing before we talk about pubg before we talk about all that stuff before we talk about tetris effect one more special shout out Looking we'll at you sean capri you're in your car blah you're a father times two everybody go to sean capri at sean capri on twitter sean like connery capri like the pants and uh, i left this Uh, McDonald's coffee to you, sir. Uh, His wife is giving birth to their second, second spawn. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's technically, right, it's a spawn. But yeah, they're going to welcome a beautiful baby girl into the world. Her name is, uh, I'm going to say it here. He told me not to say anything, but it's (laughs) Josefina. And it's really beautiful that they, that, uh, you know, they did that. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, so it's Josefina Bobby Capri, so, yeah. With that, Kyle, all the thank yous out Sean. of the way. Congrats. Yeah. We've been playing something real special. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been playing a lot of things. First, yeah. what have you been playing?
1: Oh, boy. it's a, Playing games for 24 hours uh, over the weekend yeah. was, I've been playing a lot of stuff, more games than <laughs> I've probably ever played. And I, I feel good about it. Let me just put it out there. I, a couple weeks ago, I was like, "Man, I'm feeling really down and not feeling like playing." Yeah. I am all in. I've been playing a ton every waking moment. And I just, I'm so in love with video games again, and it's a, it's a great thing. So, I want to highlight a couple things from the stream. I'm not going to say everything we yeah. played. Um, Ultimate Chicken Horse, which is one of the most fun games I've ever played with people on a couch. Uh, it's basically a platformer where you have to kind of work as a team with everyone else to get to the end zone, like yeah. the flag. But if everyone makes it, no one gets any points. So someone has to die in order to get points. You just kind of have to dick each other over throughout the, every turn. Uh, such a great game.
0: Such so a great good. Game. Kyle, we found out you're godlike at platformers.
1: I, I'm yeah. It's one of my hidden towns. I'm really good it's, at platformers. It's
0: <laughs> really ridiculous how good you yeah. are. Cause you were just like everything. I was just like, how does he know the physics of this game? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the first time I've ever played I was like, nah, I don't believe you. Yeah, no, how I've watched I a lot like of a videos game. of
1: it being played, but oh. no, I've never actually controlled the game. Uh, so That's I really want to highlight conspiracy. that one. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, another one that you really enjoyed that I want to touch on is Towerfall. Oh, dude. You love Towerfall. And you've never played Towerfall before. It's an older game. Yeah. But I want, I want to hear your thoughts on that.
0: Dude, that game is crazy. So, like... Yeah, Towerfall is a game that I've always wanted to play, but everybody's like, "Oh, it's a good couch co-op game." And, you know, my friends, they're not gamers. I'm the only gamer. So it's it's hard to get people on couch and play a, you know, a game. So Towerfall, man, so much fun. So much fun like just yeah. playing around with that level, seeing where like the pits actually like if you jump down on a pit, Mario teaches you you're done, so you're dead. Yeah. You'll actually fall on the top of the map so you're actually using all these little warp tunnels around the map to traverse and try to flank your enemies yeah. awesome i love you have it. to I collect the arrows
1: you miss yep. to, to get ammo up uh you can hop on people's heads to kill them and i, I you
0: know, was trying to do that the entire time because i terrible. was just like not learning how to shoot whatsoever yeah
1: so, that yeah, was awesome that was that's a great one and the last one from the stream that i want to highlight is uh keep talking and nobody explodes uh, I yeah, believe I you left at that point, yeah, at that point. Um, that's basically a game where one player is like the bomb dis- diffuser mm-hmm. and the other player needs to walk them through instructions on how to diffuse each module on the bomb in a certain time frame. So you basically have to leave the room or go in a place where you can't see the TV uh, if you're giving out instructions. What? It's it's very yeah, it's very um, it's all about communication. Well, we couldn't get the VR set up and work. Mm. So we could usually if someone's in a VR helmet and doing the bomb stuff and the other person's giving out instructions. Uh, But man, that's a, that's a great game. It's so, it's such a genius idea and it plays well. It's really fun to yell at each other and just be confused because we were real tired Oh, (laughs) we were getting mad, but (laughs) it was, it was, it's a really, really fun game.
0: So with that extra life out of the way. Yep. Thank you all. We've been playing Tetris Effect. Yeah. Tetris Effect, dude. Whew. I'm played it. I played it out of VR. You mm-hmm. were lucky enough to play it in VR.
1: Yes, I haven't played it since full release in VR though. Yeah.
0: Wow. I gotta tell you, dude. Uh, this game's forty dollars. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And looking at that price tag, it's $40. Uh, a Tetris game is $40. A Tetris game. Because you're like, yeah. Tetris. And I was thinking about it on the drive here. I have never bought Tetris. I don't think. Like, it was a hand me down game when yeah. I got my brother's Game Boy. And then when I got my iPod Nano, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I believe on it, and Brick Breaker, I've never bought a Tetris game ever. And so, with that, I'm not a puzzle guy whatsoever. This when I say this, this is not a good selling point for this game. For forty dollars, it is what you think a Tetris game would be: Mm -hmm. move the blocks, break blocks, switch blocks. That's it. (laughs) The special thing, and and even playing this game out of VR, you know this game's meant to be played in VR. Yeah, just out of the gate, it's every every time you move a tile every time you switch a tile, every time you connect and you get a Tetris or you break a line, uh, which sounds (laughs) like we're doing drugs, but like (laughs) you play to the music. So there's one in particular where it has pianos. And every time you move the piece, it's a jazz-like piano that plays every time you move. And no matter how chaotic or how slow your movements are, everything sounds like it makes sense. You affect the sound and the world around you as you play Tetris.
1: Did you know in that level, Joe? Yeah. That once you uh, lock the piece down at the bottom, it saves the sound that you made. So you're actually making the song to the level. That's sick.
0: I didn't at le- least
1: that. in At least in journey mode. I don't know if that's the same for like yeah. marathon mode where yeah. it doesn't end until you, you break it, but yeah.
0: That's sick. And mm-hmm. that's the thing is like this game, the your movements affect the sound and mm-hmm. the world and the music. So you're never though you've I've <clears> played <throat> journey mode dozens of times at this point. Yeah, um, I've never gotten the same song. I've gotten a similar song, mm-hmm. and each time they're 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 special, they're unique, and it, every fucking song slaps. Kai. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, and so, like, playing it with my headphones and just, like, the lights on. For the first time, I was just, like, I, I was playing for an hour. I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Then turning it off, I, I was playing for literally three hours straight, getting through. I beat Journey Mode in one sitting. So did I. Yeah, because I was just, like, I can't stop, won't stop.
1: Yep. And it what was, It's that one more level yeah. mentality. I'll do one more.
0: And, again, it's just Tetris, but it's yeah. the music, and that's the thing that really really get you so you played it in VR you played it out of VR yeah what are your thoughts on
1: it oh man I so I haven't dove into VR with the other the full journey mode Mm -hmm. Uh, hopefully they'll do that at some point soon Um, but I I will say the one downside of playing it not in VR and how you can tell it's made with VR in mind Mm -hmm. is some of the effects on some of the screens kind of block the blocks the 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 I'm trying to remember how to say it. Tet- tetrimos?
0: I just call them tiles. The tiles, yeah. 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 I know
1: there's a very specific term to use that I cannot. Tetronemos or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Once
0: I heard it, I was like, I'm not going to yeah. pronounce that correctly. Yeah. And I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but,
1: but sometimes, like, the, the, the effects of the stage kind of block it a little yeah. bit. And you can tell that would not have, wouldn't be as much of an issue if you were in VR. Yeah but oh man that game is so good uh every single stage at least in journey mode has its own unique sound like you were saying and and visual style and the blocks are all different and i love how certain stages are it'll start off at like a speed of eight and then as the song gets moving the tiles will start falling faster and then the music slows down and then the tiles slow down and it just kind of you know you like when you're it's getting real tense. Like you have to really focus, mm-hmm. but then it gives you some breathing time and to get back into the swing of things and yeah. try to build yourself out of whatever hole you gave yourself. <laughs> um, the, the game is fantastic. And I don't know if you've checked out all the other modes.
0: There's, but like, they... I think over nine different yeah. modes. Yeah.
1: Some of the other modes are really cool. Um, so the one that I really like, I think it's called infected where some tiles are infected and you have to clear the lines with them before the time runs out. Huh. Um, so it, it's another really cool yeah. twist on the Tetris formula.
0: I feel like the only downside of this game is there's no head-to-head multiplayer. Sure, that's the only thing that kind of sucks. Yeah, um, because you are at the end of the day, you are playing. You're you are paying forty bucks, and yeah. the fact that there's no competitive like multiplayer attached to it, that kind of sucks. That does yeah. that does blow a that. bit. But yeah. with that, do you recommend Tetris Effect?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, even and for I'm, forty bucks. Even for forty bucks, because I think there's enough stuff there for you to have your money's worth, and it's a game that you're going to keep coming back to. It's it's how I view um, Rocket League. No matter how long away from that game, I will always find myself coming back and playing. Same thing with Rezogun. Mm-hmm. Same thing with I talked about it last week, Rogue Legacy. There's certain games that I just love, and it's something to do with the gameplay hook that I want to keep going back and, and do and play. And Tetris is, we all know what Tetris is. yeah And this is probably the best version of Tetris.
0: So sort yeah. of going back to things.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like the segue.
0: Right? I know. I just, ooh, good. Uh, Spyro. Yeah. Spyro's out. We forgot to mention it last week. I feel ashamed. Uh, but the dragon's back. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I only played the first level. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I want, so I'm going to stay out of it. I okay. want to know. I got to keep it a little short because of time. What do you think of this game so far, and has it has it aged well?
1: Um. Ooh, I can I can say yes. Okay. I'm enjoying it a lot, and yes, it has aged well. But you can tell it's kind of like a fine wine. You could tell it was a game made a long time ago, yep. but the remaster has done wonders. To to the aesthetics and it feels great still and I'm just so happy we're in a, a world where we're getting these old platformers back. Yeah, uh, especially
0: the weird thing that I, I I found myself in the first level is how you move the camera. Sure, you move it with the trigger buttons, right? The last time, or you move it? I forget. How in I the remember.
1: old in the old PS1 one,
0: yeah, or this? yeah, the old PS1 one.
1: I believe it was probably triggers. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's the one thing that I'm. I'm.
1: I'm Are you not processing well?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I I Um, like it, but I'm not like, oh right, this is Spyro, right? Like I'm like, okay, this is the part where I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, I'm sorry. Continue. No,
1: it's fine. So you only did level one. I am, I think, on world four, and I've hundred percented every single world so far. Um, and that is further than I ever made in the PS1 game. Yeah. I just kept playing the first world over and over and over again just because that's what I did. Um but I, I love I I love it. It's it's such a great remaster. Toys for Bob, uh, who ha- hasn't really done something like this before. I think they were just making the toys game the right. actual physical toys for like Skylanders and stuff.
0: Oh really? That's what they were doing? I
1: believe, and I think they did the Skylander games, maybe. Okay. Okay. But uh, they, they crushed it. It's term was a polish, and they have added a couple things mm-hmm. to, the, to this first one, yeah. like um, uh, skill points, which I think the second and third game have. Um, you don't really upgrade anything, but you to do the skill points, you unlock like, concept art, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. And they also have a map you can turn on so you don't get lost, and you can kind of see where like all the mm-hmm. secret stuff is. So did you play the Insane uh, Trilogy? Yes, I did
0: comparing the two which one do you think do you feel like it's on the caliber of the crash insane trilogy because I thought that trilogy was dynamite
1: yeah I really 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 do think it's on the same level yeah um yeah they're both highly polished games remastered perfectly they look great now yeah. uh, the it looks fantastic like I was blown away I think this is probably. I'm probably more blown away by this remaster than I was the Crash, crash in Insane tr- Trilogy.
0: Yeah, I think Spyro looks just fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Yeah, but, and again, another game that's only 40 bucks, and you get three pretty great platformers from back in the day that look great now.
0: Age oh, well, so there you go. I- Talk about a game that hasn't aged well, though, and we're segueing <laughs> right into the news. I, we talked about this last week. I did a video on it on Bad Big Games, but now it's official. PUBG is coming to PlayStation 4 on December 7th. Yikes. December 7th. This comes straight out of the PlayStation blog, and it goes as follows. PUBG is a Battle Royale shooter where 100... You know what PUBG is. I'm only kidding. That's the joke. We're going to talk about the bundles. So first things first, Battle Royale... Or sorry, PUBG Battle Royale will remain at its sticker price of $29.99 for both the physical edition. There will be a physical edition. And the Looter's Digital Edition, which is the base game... $30. Thirty dollars. Then you have the Survivors Digital Edition, which is for uh, fifty nine ninety nine. It comes with the uh, Survival Pass and also some in game currency. And then the Champions. Digital edition, which comes for ninety dollars, and it comes with the game survival pass, even more money and more XP. Uh, the cool thing about all this is, if you pre-order right now, you get a Nathan Drake uh, outfit, which actually looks pretty cool. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. You get Ellie's backpack. Okay, mm-hmm. cute. You get a PUBG avatar and a PUBG Biomar theme. So, Kyle, yeah, you said something really interesting to me. And that is December 7th. Like, yeah. nothing is happening on December 7th. Nothing's happening on Dude, December 7th. calendar know. is completely free. Completely free. I'm not doing free. anything. You're not doing yeah. anything. Nope. Super Smash Brothers is coming out <laughs> December 7th.
1: Yeah.
0: And now, my question to you, because they're two totally different genres. And sure. two totally different consoles. To me, why does this matter? That this game is coming out? Because to, to me, I don't think it affects it whatsoever. Oh, you don't? I don't think so. No, no. Okay. I, but why do you think it, it affects it?
1: I think it affects because PUBG is a multiplayer game. Okay. And I think a lot of people are going to be wanting to play Smash multiplayer with friends okay. instead of hopping on onto PUBG. And yeah, I'm just... Sure, it's release day. It, it, I'm sure more people will come back to PUBG in the meantime. Right. But I'm pretty sure if you're a gamer, you probably have more than one console. And if you don't, that's cool. But pretty sure Smash is one of those games that everybody who owns a Nintendo Switch is going to buy it and play it and right. and just be all in it for the weeks after release.
0: Yeah, for me it's, it's different. So I think release-wise it doesn't matter. Two totally different games, two do- totally different consoles. But I think the reason why it matters slightly mm-hmm. is that the conversation you talk about gamers right what are we going to talk about on december 7th we're going to talk about super smash brothers gamers are going to talk about super smash brothers you're going to have videos on youtube of what playstation you know characters would we like to see in smash like Mm -hmm. smash is a game that transcends gaming and transcends the whole stupid console war nonsense and it's where something where the video game industry just kind of like looks in and goes let's have some fun Right, like, like it's just, it's, it's, it's an event. This mm-hmm. game is an event. It's kind of like with Red Dead Redemption, right? All these games. Call of Duty moved its release date because of Red Dead Redemption, but it's a different genre. But they mm-hmm. understood the impact, and I think just the whole social media impact. It will not be talking about PUBG. It'll be talking about Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, where for sure. you need to control that messaging. I feel like the only mistake is your messaging gets just flooded by all this other noise, and I think that's the only the only problem with this game coming out alongside Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, Kyle, yeah, now that it's out, now that it's real and it's tangible, what are your thoughts about this? Do you think that this could breathe new life into PUBG? It's tough. Mm-hmm.
1: I know I've said in the past, like, no, it doesn't really matter. No one really cares. Right. I again, I say that kind of jokingly and sarcastically. Like, of course people care, and of course people are going to be playing. But I just don't think it's going to move the needle that much. I, I think it's just going to be another game that's on PlayStation that people who want to play it will play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, to me, PlayStation and Battle Royale games are always going to go straight to Fortnite.
0: And I think, so I'm now I'm on the uh, Twitch, if you guys don't know, that's a little streaming site. Sure. Um, not to be confused with Mixer. <laughs> 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 to be confused. Uh, Fortnite is 200,000 people actively watching and participating in Fortnite. Call of Duty, 71,000. And then we got to scroll a little bit. PUBG is right now at 70 or sorry, 17 K. So I think looking at PUBG, I think the conversation has shifted in such a way that this could be a beginning of, of PUBG telling a different story of, Mm -hmm. listen, I get it. Like Activision outspent us on resource resources. Epic owns the unreal engine. You know, they have the foundation to the foundation we're going to listen to the people that are here now, Mm -hmm. right, that are continuing to support this game. And the people that are coming in now for the first time, we need to win them over hand over fist. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't think PlayStation's just going to let this game go out there to die because right off the bat, they're letting them have you know, Uncharted outfit or, like, a Last mm-hmm. of Us backpack. Like, those things are small and they're cosmetic, but there's something where, like, PlayStation knows this game's going to sell. PlayStation knows if this game sells well, they're, they're going to make money as well. So I think it's in both interests to kind of promote each mm-hmm. other and also show to... People who may not know about PUBG also being on PlayStation Four, that hey, it's here. It's not just sure. on Xbox now. Let's try to make a big
1: deal mm-hmm. out of this. And do you think uh, this comes out a day after the Game Awards? Yeah. Uh, do we see a PlayStation-centric trailer at the Game Awards? Um,
0: I mean, they have like a little commercial out right now. Yeah, and I thought it was like it was cute. I was like, all right, this is that's fun. I don't think they're gonna have maybe. Maybe, maybe that PUBG, same commercial,
1: possibly within the show?
0: Possibly. Maybe player unknowns makes it a statement on themselves that they're everywhere. Gotcha. That They're on all platforms now. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, they can start making some pro consumer decisions after that point. But sure. yeah, I think that's a that's a great idea for them. What do you think? Do you think who would come out there, Sony or, or, or Blue Hole and say, Hey guys, PUBG, we're we're here.
1: Not Blue Hole, right?
0: Uh, blue. I'm sorry. blue. So it's PUBG Inc.
1: Yeah. They're,
0: they own Blue Hole. Oh, and blue gotcha. Hole makes PUBG. It's Gotcha. Funny, okay.
1: Yeah. All right. I confused Blue Hole, Blue Point. I was like, wait wait a second. All <laughs> the fucking
0: time. <laughs> All the fucking time. I'm like, Blue Hole? No, that's Blue Point. Blue Point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I,
1: I, I don't think Sony's going to come out and say it. I think it's going to be uh, PUBG Inc. Player yeah. Unknown. They're going to come out and do it themselves. Um, my, my other question for you before we move on sure. is uh, you brought up the Twitch uh, viewership numbers. Yeah. On release day, December 7th, uh-huh. do you think it's going to be higher than that 17K because of the PlayStation booth? Uh, and, like, ballpark number-wise, what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I think I, – I mean, like, I was looking at it today, Fallout 76, right, a game that's getting – very mixed mm-hmm. reviews or impressions uh first off congratulations fiona and yeah. f- f- fantastic uh congratulations to alex van aiken okay beast crew number 13th it's uh what is it nuke, this. nuke this yeah yeah it's a fallout uh, podcast go check it out but fallout 76 was number two on twitch so i think you're gonna see a big jump because it's on playstation uh, but I think you're gonna see a huge jump. You're gonna see Super Smash Brothers at least yeah. in the top three, at least in the top three. So are
1: you are you saying it's gonna hit six digits? PUBG. I
0: think I think I think PUBG is gonna be into the top five.
1: Top five. Yeah. Okay. Of
0: of people watching it on release day. I still think uh, when it comes to games that don't move, it's Fortnite and League of Legends. Yeah, League of Legends sure. just fucking stays there all the time. Yep. Uh, Then you have like just chatting, which is like the podcast and stuff. So I think you're you're gonna see probably Fortnite, either one or two, Smash, either one or two, Mm -hmm. then League of Legends, then Call 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 Callie, and then yeah, you're gonna see uh, uh, PUBG in that that conversation. But that's a good question, dude. It's it's something. It's something. It's it's surprising that we're not more excited. That's the thing. And and I'm
1: happy for those that have waited for this happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But there's
1: a couple of my friends who who are like, "I'll wait for PlayStation," and well, here you go. You don't gotta wait much longer. Yeah,
0: dude. There was people that in the chat going, "Hey, I'm excited." And it was actually making me go, "Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll throw down the thirty the thirty you know G's as the kids <sighs> say, throw down that paper paper you know, walk a flock of flame as whatever the kids are saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I lost the notes and I'm trying to find my way back. It, don't worry.
1: I did. Sweet. Oh, sorry, you know what? I just remember there's something we should probably add to this story, but I'll just add it later. You
0: know what? You you, you interrupt me, and then you just say, Joe, wait. And then you, you go in, and that's what sure. you do. Look, okay. at us, look at us, audience, strategizing. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man Turf Wars DLC is out November 20th. And this also comes from the PlayStation blog. As we hinted in Marvel's Spider-Man The Heist, Hammerhead, <gasps> spoilers, is the main protagonist in Marvel's nope, Spider-Man... not protagonist. Sorry, antagonist. <laughs> in Marvel's Spider-Man Turf Wars. Appearing in the 1970s uh, via the pages of Amazing Spider-Man comic book, Hammerhead, the organized crime boss, known for his obsession with the mob's glory years, and... Cranium sh- sh- surgically enhanced, yes. yes, into a deadly weapon. He has declared war against the Dons and the Mag...
1: Dons of the Magia.
0: Uh, you, you do this. Take over,
1: <laughs> <laughs> And are using equipment left by Sable International during its occupation of Marvel's New York Spider-Man. And Yuri Watanabe will have to team up to put an end to the violence that has erupted in the streets of the city. You know what that tells me? More Spider-Cop. But I digress. In addition, yes. Marvel Spider-Man Turf Wars features yes. three great new suits we heard from many fans last May, who were excited to see the new version of the Iron Spider suit in the game. But several wanted the classic Iron Spider armor from the comics. With Marvel Spider-Man Turf Wars, we're glad to bring it to the game. To the game. Speaking of armor, Marvel Marvel Spider-Man Turf Wars will also have the Spider Armor Mark One to help round out your Mark set in the game.
0: Yo. So first things first, there's a clan Spider Man. Yes,
1: that's the one I'm super excited for. That
0: one looks like straight off of a cartoon. I don't know where that's from. Is that an original piece?
1: I have no idea, but I'm excited. <laughs>
0: looks freaking awesome. And yeah, no, the Iron Spider from the comics looks sick as well. Yep. This these suits hand over fist better than last DLC's. Sure. I yep. don't even think it's a contest. This fucking slaps as well. <laughs> I'm using all this new kid term. Analogy. You are.
1: It's like who? Who is this Joe?
0: I'm never gonna age if if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I'm I'm loving it. I I want to play more of this DLC. I still might just wait until everything's out. Sure. I think I'm still waiting on it. Kyle, are you are you ready for more Spider-Man?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm so exci- I'm so happy that every month we're getting something new since Spider-Man came out.
0: Yeah, yeah. With that,
1: God. Yeah, this this sucks. Hey,
0: Kyle. Yeah. You want to see me go to hell over one little joke? All right, here it goes. Okay. Everybody, press E for Excelsior. Uh, Stanley has passed away at the ripe old age of ninety-five. Did you get the reference? That was Call of Duty. Is press E for your respects.
1: I gotcha.
0: <laughs> I'm going to hell. I didn't even get a <laughs> chuckle, Kyle.
1: I I hung my head in Too shame. For that main fuck.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, she didn't like the joke either. Kyle,
1: yeah.
0: Stanley, ninety-five. Honestly, I it's I I don't know if I'm still in shock. Cause I'm not sad Mm -hmm. because I like do ninety-five. Yeah. Right, and like seeing what this man has done and how his work has just transcended is just like I know this is as cliche as it sounds <laughs> um you know he's in a better place yeah and he's reunited in one way shape or form with his wife that um that passed away a few years back and and it's not it sucks um yeah. but I'm in a, in, a, in a weird way, I feel unaffected. Kyle, do I lack feelings? Do I no. lack?
1: No, and I-, I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yes, it's sad that Stan Lee has passed away. Yeah. Uh, but and yes, he was he was old. He was 95. Um, we we kind of knew it was going to happen eventually. No one lives forever. Yeah. Uh, but what kind of made me think uh, after he died? Uh, And I put it on Twitter was like Stan left behind a legacy of worlds and characters that inspire every people every single day, read the, read the books, watch the movies, play the games. It it inspires people. So when Stan passed, I was thinking, what is my legacy going to be? That was more of like my feelings after he passed Mm -hmm. and and kind of how I'm, I'm taking it in kind of thing.
0: Cause I, I, Ooh, I Kyle, hope... I'm going to go to hell again. That's what she said. So... But yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that's 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 kind of how you're processing you know... it. Uh, yeah, that's how I'm processing it. Is See, I want to I want to have a legacy. It's yeah. even close to what Stan.
0: See, I've Stan never had. thought of legacy that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like to me, it's all about like being your best you and treating people the way you would like to be treated. That's what you need to leave behind. Sure. Um, but when it comes to Stan Lee, man, it's it's Oh my god, my friend. I don't know if she's crying or she's laughing in the other room. But like it's it's just I don't know. I feel like I'm my feelings are are, are that he is in a better place yeah. and he's given us so much it's yeah. time for you to go. There's a beautiful uh photo of like uh him entering the pearly gates. And like Saint Peter's looks looks at him and goes, "You here for a cameo?" And he's like, "This is a full feature." That's <laughs> like that. That was fucking yeah. awesome. So, There's
1: been some fantastic artwork, yeah. Of after Stan's passing, that it's just beautiful.
0: So I want I want to ask you this question, sir: sure. Is this your? I'm sorry. Is this? What is your favorite cameo from Stanley?
1: From Stan? Yeah. I think the one that took me by surprise was uh, Deadpool two, mm. or was it Deadpool one? Whenever he was the the DJ at the stripper, the strip club.
0: Damn it, you uh, son of a bitch! Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was probably because you know we all knew Stan is going to show up in the movie, and it just was like where it's going to happen, and that one was really funny, and I was I loved that one. Um, he he's had so many great ones. Even in the real bad Marvel movies before the MCU, mm-hmm. like uh, him watering his lawn in front of the awful X Men Last Stand, like <laughs> that you would know, be awful. <laughs> yeah, going all the way back to Mallrats, his yeah. cameo in that is just so that's good. It, that's
0: one that's being retweeted a lot. Yeah. Um, he had a cameo in Venom. Yes. Yeah, I think... I've, I've luckily lo- locked a lot of that movie out of my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't remember it though so it's not very memorable yeah
0: because Venom. venom's awful you should have it wiped uh but i think one, i think one of the most memorable ones it's spoiler alert he's in spider-man ps4 yeah that's, that's how we great. tied this into the show okay uh-huh. um that cameo because it it's so une- unexpected but yeah. when it happens also there's been multiple thumbnails are you living under a fucking rock is this the first podcast you've listened to since you've been out of the cave for like 12 years guess what we had a white president then we had a black one now we have a racist one there's so much you need to be caught up on spider-man's not one of those things um but that cameo is is vindicating because it was just like yeah our medium fucking matters too sure like like Because you see it always, like, maybe, like, a cameo on TV or, like, you see a cameo in, like, a movie. And with Stan Lee, it's Stan fucking Lee. He's in every single major Marvel thing. Like, there's also, like, rumors of him being filmed for multiple movies. I think he has
1: five or six more.
0: Yeah, so I'm just like, dude, like, this meant something.
1: Sure. And when he passed. He's also been in, in the Lego games. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's so awesome. Right, he was like a playable character in and the Lego game.
1: And he's like a collectible in every level. You have to save Stan Lee or something.
0: Yeah, like, that's awesome, man. It's just, that one was my special one. Yeah, th-
1: this one in in, in Spider-Man PS4, it, it, his cameo happens after one of my favorite scenes in the whole game, mm-hmm. when, when Peter and Mary and MJ are, are at their old stopping grounds when yeah. they were together. Yeah. And I just love that scene where they're talking and trying to feel each other out. And Stan, the moment I said it, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, and then Sam, his caveat was just, it's, it's good to see you two back together. I always loved you two. Like, that's just, it warms my heart.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Brandon Myers writes in, like, you can too if you follow us on PS Show Free Room on Twitter, or if you're in the Bad Bit test facility, Discord. Go ask us questions. We love these questions. Brandon Myers, the Winter Gamer, asks, with the recent passing of Stanley, uh, pause to allow the tears, what is your favorite tribute in video games to someone who has passed away?
1: Yeah, so when this question was asked, I thought immediately thought of one. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think it was a tribute for someone who passed at the time, but since that tribute was in the game that person has passed Mm -hmm. it was borderlands two um there was a major borderlands fan who was diagnosed with terminally ill cancer and they put him in like the main uh main city hub like where you got your missions and stuff Mm -hmm. as a npc and i i believe it was a trophy in the game and he gave you like a really cool weapon um and he's since lost his battle to cancer, and he's forever immortalized in the thing he loved the most. And I just, I, I, just love that. Yeah, that that's that's my favorite tribute.
0: So, um, one of there's two of my favorite tributes in a video game, and they're in the same game. One, uh, World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. uh, in the, uh, in the Starden area, which is Mulgore, by the way, Mulgore, whatever, doesn't matter. It's a boring level, but. There's a character, there's an NPC, uh, and it was one of the only voice-lined characters during Vanilla WoW, which was the base WoW, and it was, have you seen my dog? And it's uh, it's, a, it's a young boy. That boy, that voice actor, was a Make-A-Wish child, and um, his Make-A-Wish was to be in World of Warcraft, and that NPC, I believe, still to this day, is in the game. Another one comes from World of War- Warcraft, when you uh, die in battle in WoW, or you fell off a high fucking cliff because you're a dumb dumb idiot, mm-hmm. uh, you're visited, or you go to the spirit realm, right? And you uh, there's like a little angel near the the the, the graveyard, and um, and it revives you. Mm-hmm. There is a special place on top of this mountain that uh, in the Barrens that overlooks crossroads, and. When you go up there, it, it is only available if you're in, a, in ghost form, um, is a dead orc with, with like, on, like it was he was, like, buried with honor. So, like, mm-hmm. he has, like, a whole monument dedicated to him. And when you're in the spirit realm, you actually see an angel that can revive you there. Oh. And that's dedicated to one of the designers that passed away during making of that game. And that one always sticks with me. That's awesome. That one always right there. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it's awesome. I, my question to you, Kyle, mm-hmm. is: with all this sad stuff out of the way, what, how would you like Stan Lee to be remembered in uh, Spider-Man PS4? Is there a way to do it right <sighs> now?
1: Do we wait for the next Maybe. game? What do we do, Kyle? I feel like probably next game. Next game. Yeah, I don't want them to kind of shoehorn something in right. so quickly. You don't want his
0: name at, right next to Uncle Ben's. You wouldn't be able to handle
1: it. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I 90. would not. Yeah. Um, th- yeah, I think next game, it would even be cool if you do something. Like, you unlock everything, and there's yeah. one last thing, and then you can just play as Stanley. Yo. Yeah. In, in Spider-Man, in the PS4 world. Yeah. Like, That'd be awesome.
0: That'd be fucking cool, dude. That would be fucking yeah. real rad. Now, listen, took a little bit of a downer. Let's get uh, right back up. What's that? Here
1: called? we go. <gasps> oh. uh, here, here's my interjection. Uh, this DLC, yes. uh, Spider Man uh, Turf Wars, comes yeah. out November 20th. The thing I remember the moment you said November 20th is we're getting Beat Saber. November 20th, Joe. Next week, we get to play Beat Saber, buddy. I'm so excited! I was not expecting it to be this soon. So <laughs> I, I'm so yeah, I'm ready. How much
0: is Beat Saber? Do you know?
1: I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm probably going to be a full price, sixty bucks. But uh, oh shit, sixty bucks
0: for Beat Saber? I don't know. Maybe. All right. Um. Oh, but you know what?
1: We... It because it's awesome. All
0: right. Could you do me a favor? Could you see if the drop is on the oh. PlayStation blog? I sure can. I you I was forgetting something during this <laughs> show. I like this one. This show, we're putting pieces together. You know what I mean? With that, let's talk about things that get us pumped, get us excited. Let's put life back into this show. We we got blood flowing. Let's do it, right? Let's jazz on. The, the show must go on. The Game Awards has announced their nominees. Kyle, are you ready with this?
1: I am so ready. With
0: eight nominations. God of War, and Red Dead Redemption 2 tops the nominees with eight nominations, Kyle. Eight. Spider-Man is in second with seven nominations. Seven. You put that together, that's 15. That's just quick math for you. I'm going to blow your mind a little bit more. Detroit Become Human with three nominations. You put that all together. I don't know. You tell me, audience. (laughs) Because I forgot the number. I was trying to get
1: the drop into the show notes, so I wasn't listening.
0: No, that's fine. So, Kyle, God of War, Red Dead Redemption, going head-to-head in eight categories. Mm -hmm. That's nuts. Spider-Man is also sharing some of that with seven nominations. Detroit with three. This year, how many things is Sony going to get snubbed?
1: Oh, oh I wasn't prepared for that
0: uh, it's every year they get snubbed always yeah. the bride'smaid never the bride
1: sure um I don't think there's gonna be that many snubs this year yeah I think their nominations are all they're scattered and mm-hmm. they're they're all over the place which is good um, so I think there's gonna be some great repre- representation in PlayStation world mm-hmm. and uh I, the big one which we're gonna say what is announced game soon of the year they all can be played on playstation that's true Every single one can be played on playstation so game of the year is going to live on a playstation console
0: that's that you're really going to be awesome. able to go
1: and while we were, you were um, talking about the nomination Math stuff. Not
0: being good at it, yeah.
1: Sure, so I was looking up to see if there's ever been a year where all the nominations can be played on one console. Yeah. And there hasn't been. This is the first time where you can get all of them on a PlayStation console or one specific console. So, bam, get on it, dude! Awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, with that, here's the nominees for the Game Awards uh, Game of the Year award. All right, first things first, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I think very well deserved. Absolutely. Yeah, the game's fucking, it's, dude.
1: I can't wait to get back into it.
0: Dude, me neither. I really can't. Celeste.
1: Oh, so good. This
0: is awesome. I've seen a few people complaining about this.
1: You need to stop complaining. Those are some people that haven't played that game.
0: Yeah. Please stop. Knock it off. This game's beautiful. It tells a really great story. (laughs) I love Madeline. Knock yeah. it off. This game is great, and is a game literally for everyone. It is a game that is special. It's so great. It's awesome that it's standing toe-to-toe against God of War, which is the next one. Yeah. Dude, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? like, no-brainer.
0: No-brainer. Never,
1: again, it's... We both love God of War, yeah. and we're not going to spoil anything, because I'm sure we're going to have a Game of the Air discussion at yeah. some point. But looking back and as someone who's played all the God of War games, never would I ever thought God of War would ever have been in the same class of Game of the Year. Yeah. Or, or, or not even a nod.
0: Well, with, and... with these games that we're about to talk about next.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Here's the other crazy one. Marvel's Spider-Man. Woo! Dude, two Sony exclusives mm-hmm. battling out, duking it out. Well-deserved as well. Absolutely. Amazing story. Mm-hmm. Love it. Just minus the the hot it May, you got yourself a great film. Whew, Marissa me, let me tell you something. Monster Hunter World? I think cool. this one's the one that, that, that was the weak link. Sure. Right? I think so.
1: But thinking about it, and obviously the last one, I Don't Want to Steal Your Thunder, is Red Dead Redemption 2.
0: Red Dead Redemption?
1: <laughs> but thinking about, like, what would take Monster Hunter's place? That's a good question. Uh... It's not Detroit, because...
0: Detroit yeah. has its issues. Yeah, I was I was kind of cold on Detroit.
1: Super Mario Party hasn't oh, been out come that on. long. Let's
0: get come on, get real.
1: Forza on.
0: Octopath Traveler.
1: Octopath, yeah. So it mm, P- perhaps maybe you probably boring, make a good case you? for Octopath.
0: But... You could make a good case. I think so too. And then the last one is Red Dead Redemption Two. By God. So with that, we got the the game award nominees right mm-hmm. here. Again, we we're doing our own show, but just based on the selection here, not what you think. What do you think uh, the the judges are going to choose?
1: What the what the winner will be at yeah. the end of the? I think it's going to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, um, I. Here's the thing. I think this is the first game of the year that I actually think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be like a drunk college chick on a Friday night. It could go either <laughs> way at this point, you know? Okay. You, know, you ladies get it. You got you ladies get it. Anyway, I'll be... <laughs> it's it's either God of War or Red Dead 2. And I, I think looking at the list, um, I there are worthy contenders. I think any game other than Monster Hunter World, I can see as Game of the Year. I'd be all right with it i yeah. totally totally alright with it, mm-hmm. but uh, I I think Red Dead Redemption Two is a critical masterpiece, but and that's where the butt comes in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a critical masterpiece, but it is also a very hot or cold game. It's a very divisive game that a lot of people like. A lot of people who walk away from go. I understand it's good. I've had enough with it, or they're like I I know it's good and I can't stop playing it. So I think I think at the end of the day it's going to go to Red Dead too, as well because it's a technical achievement. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's where it's going to go. But I think honestly, it's either God of War or Red Dead. With that, mm-hmm. the next list that Sony completely dominates is the VR list. It's yeah. Astrobot Rescue Mission, Beat Saber, Firewall, Zero Hour, Moss. All those games can be played. And
1: Tetris Effect.
0: Oh, and Tetris Effect. Thank you. All those games could be played via the PlayStation VR. Most of those games are a PlayStation VR exclusive game. Yep. So there you go. That's pretty cool. And All of them, but mm, one, sorry. right? Beat yeah. Saber is the only one
1: that's not exclusive.
0: Yeah, Beat Saber is the only one that's not exclusive. Yeah. I think Moss may have gone to the dark side, but it originally oh, launched okay. on PS4 psvr eric writes in he goes what are your thoughts on the game award nominees this year do you believe these are great nominees or were there a few snubs that either you or kyle were annoyed about
1: i think it's a great list yeah it's a great list um something that annoys me and it's annoyed me the last couple years and it's i get it it's a category that not many people care about it's in the sports category and mlb the show is always snubbed
0: kyle don't get ahead of yourself
1: okay i'm just saying i'm mad about that okay I'm mad about okay. that.
0: yeah um i think the, for the games that are out uh i do think this year was kind of slim pickings but the games that were out were amazing yeah so i i i like the list and i don't think there's many anything wrong with the list mm-hmm. i think it's where it goes uh we may have trouble with, but we'll talk about that on another episode once the whole thing's you know yeah. done with. With besides that.
1: besides the game of the year mm-hmm. category, uh, I what what category do you think is going to be real hard for people to pick from? Uh, for me, yeah. it seems like this every single year it's the Game Awards. It's the performance. Yeah, it's performance. The, this this year is probably even harder than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um. Because every single one in there, I think, could win it. And I think they deserve it. Uh, The only one that I think is uh, not weird, uh, but it's the guy who does Connor's voice in Detroit. He's nominated. Yep. I kind of wish it was the the girl who did Kara.
0: Ooh, yeah. She's a great actress.
1: But again, the the guy who did Connor is outstanding as well. Yeah. But that's going to be a really interesting category. Yeah. Uh, with that,
0: I don't have. I just have the problem with all the esports nominees. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I,
1: who,
0: who was. I think it was Skinny Matt. Uh, like, he's like, can we give them their own uh, award show? Like, give them a good gold controller or some yeah. shit? <laughs> and literally, I was just like, I think I was like eating a pretzel. I almost pulled a George sure. W. Bush. I almost choked on it the death <laughs> Uh But yeah, no, like, I agree. I was just way too many sports shit in there. Like, I don't like sports, whether you make it a video game or not. I don't fucking like them. Don't fucking touch them. So, yeah, too many of that. It's kind of like, like giving the uh, Cy Young Award to Meryl Streep. It's just like, those. it's two different things. And I hope mm-hmm. I got that right. It's Cy Young, right? Yes. Is that basketball?
1: Cy Young is baseball. All
0: right. Close? Sure.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the, the drop. No, it's fine. It's all fair. It's all fair.
0: <laughs> Eric also writes, and he asks, possibly the best question ever if you guys had the chance to host your own award show let's just say the trophy room awards to commemorate the games you've ever played does not have to be just this year what games would you nominate and why it's funny you should ask that eric because all this week i was stressing out about the game awards i was like the game awards is great and everything but there's no award show that celebrates PlayStation. Celebrates the greatness that is and ever will be Shuhei Yoshida, right? There's nothing out there. I just gave me one. There you go. You can't. It's nothing. So, with that, we have announced, and holy shit, <laughs> Eric <laughs> hit the name right out of the park the Trophy Room Game of Awards. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're having our own award show, and guess what? It's going to be like 18 times more cooler than whatever Jeff Keeley and Chiquatro Man are ever going to pull out their ass. <laughs> yeah for sure uh december 13th mark it on your calendars that's when the trophy room game awards will hit get excited it's gonna be fucking rad yes
1: it is
0: everyone's invited and when i mean everyone we're doing something real special now we haven't nailed down all the categories yet we're getting the votes in we're getting the tallies sorted we're kind of like florida right now rick scott doesn't want me there but I'm (laughs) like damn it rick where else am I going to do this award show? He's like anywhere else, but here I'm here busy trying to rig shit in my state. So with that, here's the deal. We're going to have an interactive show. You're going to be able to start voting for each single category on the game Awards show on November 28th. That's when we'll have all of our, all of our, you know, categories selected, all the games picked, all the games fitted with help of our friends and then you're going to help us pick each game that was the standout this year. I'm really excited because it's a way for us to interact together in a really cool, unique way that I don't think a lot of people are doing. So that's what we're going to do. It's our game awards. It's going to start in uh, on December 13th. That's when the show is going to be had. You can start voting on November 28th. I'll throw a link down. We'll get it spread out, and everybody can vote and have fun and, Again, have a cool, cool time. With that, Kyle, let's get on to the next story, shall we?
1: Yes, sir.
0: Okay, this is THQ Nordic.
1: Yeah. Who do they think they are?
0: (laughs) Kyle, you take this over because I don't know. You added this one, right?
1: Sure, yeah. It wasn't
0: me in a fever dream. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Excuse me. Uh, THQ Nordic has 30 Five unannounced games in development what uh this comes from ign uh so go ahead and give them a click not that they need it but go ahead and do it uh gaming publisher thq nordic has several big name titles on the way including darksiders 3 and metro exodus but the company hasn't played its whole hand just yet in fact it has 35 unannounced games currently in development during a Q3 financial report on November 14th, THQ Nordic founder and CEO Lars Wingfurs. Oh man. We're gonna call him. We- <laughs> we're gonna call him Larsy Lars. Lars. Share-
0: but we're also gonna call him if we have to call him by a last name. We're gonna call him Wingfingers. Lars <laughs> Wingfingers.
1: Gotcha. Uh, shared that 55 total games were being produced by the end of the most recent quarter, of which only 20 have been revealed thus far. THQ Nordic has also continued its recent spree of buying up developers by acquiring acquiring Coffee Stain Studios, the people behind Goat Simulator, and Bugbear Entertainment who made Wreckfest. Yeah. That's a lot of games, Joe, that hasn't been announced.
0: Yeah, um, THQ's been buying a lot of stuff. Also, I was just I was just tuning in uh to KFGD and they were talking about how 'cause I their 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 profit margins has increased by over a thousand percent Mm -hmm. profit since last year and that's because they acquired and i forgot this they acquired deep silver so the reason why there are so many games right right now Mm -hmm. is that thq itself has bought out a ton of smaller and indie game studios to pump out games Mm -hmm. so like like you saw you know goat simulator coffee stand bugbear entertainment like they're acquiring all these smaller titles and they're trying to get it's kind of like the playstation 4 strategy remember in the beginning they didn't have a whole lot of triple a's they put out a shit ton of indie content people ate that up and it was those small victories those small risk high rewards or small risk big rewards that they were going after, and that's what catapulted them, snowballed them into being the PlayStation 4 we know today. And it seems like they're using the same strategy here. When it comes to THQ, I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. I just want time TimeSplitter. So if this is how we yeah. get it, I don't care. You make also, more I ones.
1: realize um, it was in that story. Uh, Darksiders 3 is out in like two weeks. Are you pumped on not- that? Are you... I, not really, and I think I think it's because I haven't really seen a lot of it. And I feel like it's really weird that we haven't really run into it as much as I think we should. Because Darksiders yeah. is a pretty decently sized franchise that yeah. people people enjoy. So the fact that we haven't really seen too much of it yet, it, it's weird.
0: I agree. I yeah. agree. With that, Kyle, we're going to skip this next one. Sure. We're going to go right into the... Actually, the awesome news. I found this out last week. Sorry, last week. Last night. Sony's bullish Black Friday strategy. This comes straight out of the PlayStation blog. Right now. Literally right now. No, I'm sorry. Not literally right now. This Sunday, going to Black Friday, you can get a new Marvel Spider-Man Standard Edition PlayStation 4 bundle for $1. $199 $199 American you could get a select Dual Shock 4 controllers for $39.99 American you could get PlayStation VR systems that go from $199 all the way to $249.99 and then on Black Friday there's going to be deep discounts on the digital store and also deep discounts on the uh one year playstation and cards or sorry playstation plus cards yeah so with that their black friday strategy is hey for the whole week you don't need to focus on coming in and ruining your thanksgiving mm-hmm. come in right now buy a console yeah that dude this console right here 199 with yeah with spider man
1: which is like if you just buy spider man on itself it's a 60 dollar game so you get the regular ps4 for 130 bucks 140 yeah. bucks yeah. come on now like if, if i know you're if you're listening to this you're most likely you already own a playstation but you need to go tell your friends that don't own a playstation and be like this is the deal to, to hop on and you don't have to wait till black friday to deal with crowds Yeah, just go and get it like at some point this next week now
0: time out also sure. um there's going to be sales on detroit become human and sales on god of war on black friday uh Detroit's going to be twenty bucks. God of War is yeah. going to be twenty five bucks for oh my Black God. Friday. If you've been sitting on these games, yeah. I mean, you can sit on Detroit a little bit longer. Sure, uh, but when it comes to God of War, twenty five, steal, Get steal it. for such a game like that.
1: You can pick up this bundle with Spider Man for two hundred and the God of War for twenty five, yeah. and you have two Game of the Year nominees, yeah. all ready to play for less than you know what it usually would be.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. With that Kyle, we have one last story for you all. Kyle, hold on to something. Because we're preparing to we're preparing the drop. <laughs> the drop, it happens each and every week. There's latest and greatest in PlayStation games that hit the store each and every week. And what we do because there's so much greatness, there's so many games to choose, we got to choose one. One game that's coming out this week on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. We're excited for. yeah. now you saw us literally during the show. Find this. <laughs> <us. laughs>
1: and Joe, I, I do have it up yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there is one title in here that I can't stop looking at and laughing because of the cover art, and I really, 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 so badly want this to be the cover or the title card for this episode on YouTube, just because it's so ridiculous. Uh, the my riding stables. Are you on that one? <laughs> right when you
0: said it. <laughs> what is this game? It's oh, literally a woman. She is with a horse. She's putting her hand on like the horse's snout. Is it snout? I don't know. Beak. Yeah. Putting her hand on the beak of the horse. <laughs> and it's this my riding stables. Like this is a legit a PNG image taken yeah. from Google Images.
1: This is not. <laughs> this is like, I'm not very proficient with Photoshop, yeah. but just, I can do this in paint. Yeah. Oh, is... it, let me read the description to this yes, game. It's please. called My Riding Stables. Make your dreams come true on the stud farm near the old mill. <laughs> Renovate your own riding school. Look after your horses and tend the cute little foals, as well as wonderful hacks, working in the stables and caring for the horses. <laughs> You'll have plenty of other exciting things to do. I think <laughs> it's like stud a- farm. <laughs> What's
0: Stud that Farm? That's where like they 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 have all the dude horses. So are you are you Ooh. JOing these horses?
1: I hope not,
0: because <laughs> I don't want. What if this is in virtual reality and we're JOing the horses?
1: We are. Obviously, yeah. actually, to, to get away from my riding stable. Yeah, please. This guy. There's a, there's a couple of really big releases this week. You got Fallout seventy six. Mm-hmm. You have Spyro, which is probably my pick for the week. Um, You have... Can I uh, I say
0: mine? The game that I'm actually debating on picking up, not even kidding. Hitman 2.
1: Uh, That was the next one I was going to bring
0: up. Hitman 2 comes out. uh, Travel travel the globe and track down your targets across exotic sandbox locations in Hitman 2. From the sun-drenched streets to the dark and dangerous rainforests, nowhere is safe from the world's most creative assassin, Agent 47, and the ultimate spy thriller. Dude, sick. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Agent 47, one loose cannon off, <laughs> off the a, reservations. That's
1: a really good movie trailer voice, Joe. It I is. I just got to say that.
0: One very man, good. one gun, Sean Bean in.
1: He's probably going to die. He is. <laughs> <Yes>, he's
0: going to die. I have Sean Bean here. <laughs> what the hell going to go with this game? Are you, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Got my head lopped off in Game of Thrones. <laughs> excellent Sean Bean, right? It's excellent. Luke Lore's like, Luke Lore told me the other day, he's like, you know, with Red Dead Redemption, what's your next voice? He wants me to do Rico <laughs> from Just Cause. I'm <laughs> okay. like, first, I can't fake excitement for Just Cause. Also, <laughs> the main character's name is Rico. That was my uncle's old dog's name. <laughs> But every time I think of Rico, and this could be it, and I'm Hispanic, I get to do it. I just think of, hey, my name's Rico. <laughs> I'm here. Just cause. You're going to get local crazy. <laughs> Jewel, you don't know. Oh, my God. You know? So you're excited for Sparrow? Sure ah now we (laughs) it's mail time guys it's mail time i'm broken i'm having a good i'm having a good night i'm
1: having a great
0: time dude i'm having a good it's just been a now it's officially a good week (laughs) luke lore writes in the insipid ghost oh wait sorry i gotta do it like sean capri it's luke lore the insipid
1: ghost (laughs) Wait that riding that, that horse stable them. game has knocked this off the rails.
0: <laughs> Wait, what's that one horse? was it, was it like you talked <clears throat> talking horse. Mr. Ed? Yeah, Mr. Ed. <laughs> like Mr. Ed's one of the characters and like he's just a horny old horse. He's just like, oh, no. I need a hand. <laughs> I need you to jail me, bro. <laughs> Luke Lord Lord. writes in, Hey guys, no PSX this year, but thank God this horse horse jerk-off simulator. (laughs) Is this a wise move on PlayStation's part? I think given that they've done such a good job with this generation, we've no need to devalue otherwise an excellent source of good gaming vibe. Best to hold off until more major exclusives for the PlayStation 5. So with that, we had the major uh XO eighteen, XO eighteen event mm-hmm. for Xbox, and a lot of people like I saw on Twitter, like asking, you know, is it was it good for Sony to kinda stay out? Have no PSX this year? <laughs> what do you what do you think? I know we talked a little bit about it, but now yeah. with this XO event out of the way, do you think that PlayStation actually needed
1: needed this? Um no i mean selfishly i would love psx just because i love it um but they don't need to i i I agree with luke they've done such a great job this year Mm -hmm. with such there i wouldn't say great job there was that dip with the whole fortnite and crossplay thing where it was not great um but they've kind of sort of saved face so it's a little bit better uh yeah i think it's wise for them to hold off um, I think it would have been really cool if they did a PSX and really focus on Days Gone and maybe Ghost of Tsushima a little bit. Yeah. Um, that would have been awesome. and then just had some smaller stuff there. Um, yeah, I and you brought up the EXO event. Mm-hmm. I watched it during Extra Life. Was not a fan.
0: Yeah, neither was I. We were all
1: mocking you. I'm gonna yeah, all so... it. Yeah,
0: so. But re-watching it, I thought it was. <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'm not an Xbox fan. Yeah, well, neither am I. So yeah, okay. I mean, it would be weird, right? Yeah, it um, would be weird. <laughs> It's like I did that a year ago. Is so it not for me? Um,
1: <laughs> so are cute. you saying that we should go and host the Xbox Drive, and then Sean and Luke can come on here and do? Honestly, it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we really should. That would go. We should free. Okay, Luke <laughs> and Sean. Here's a real question for you guys. You want a Freaky Friday or podcast? <laughs> That'd be excellent. Uh, but no, I think EXO event was fine as an outsider looking in. I didn't think it was poor. I don't think it's the best thing ever. Honestly, it could have never existed, and Mm -hmm. it would have been fine. It did not move the needle. It was one big Game Pass extravaganza. But if you're an Xbox fan, I think you needed it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good for Xbox fans to get the culture of Xbox, because I think that's the major thing. Get the exclusives out of there that don't exist on that platform. Let's be real. I'm not being mean. It just doesn't exist. The the real problem with Microsoft right now is I don't think Xbox has a good culture surrounding its games. Cause we see really good games like Ori and the Blind Forest. And like a lot of people are like, Yeah, like where's the support? Where's like the pageantry for Ori? Like there was yeah. for Cuphead. Right? Like, there are great games, like Yeah, like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of them, guys. It's getting hard. Like, look, Sunset Overdrive, great example, Mm -hmm. a game that was doing something different. Xbox fans did not appreciate that game. There's so many exclusives that I feel like get devalued by their own ecosystem. And Mm -hmm. with that, I think you need these events to say, hey, you know what, we're Xbox. And I know we came in during the 2000s, but now we're almost 20 years of being a gaming company. Let's wow, celebrate it. There's, yeah, there's something here, yeah. and because I think that's what Microsoft sees. Like Nintendo is so popular, Mario games sell all the time, not because there's just just because they're amazing. It's, that's part of them, one of the main reasons. But the other reason is that Nintendo has cultivated a culture in 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 their ecosystem. Like all the fans have kind of intersected and intertwined, and there's this love for everything Nintendo. There's mm-hmm. this love for everything PlayStation that PlayStation has cultivated over the, over the time during their, their stay at the 90s and mid-2000s and the PSV era and now the PlayStation 4 era. Sony has very much cultivated a culture around its games as well. And I don't see that with Microsoft. Outside of Gears of War and Microsoft, and then everybody jokes, the Forza car, there is, there is and I'm not saying this to be mean, there is nothing. And I think what Microsoft is doing is they're trying to make something. Mm-hmm. That's why like we saw them purchasing um In, in exile, exile and yep. Obsidian. Those are huge gets.
1: Like, Which again is important for those that are watching that and be like, Oh, they bought two new studios. Yeah. Uh week I kind of knew Obsidian was happening. I think we kind of talked about it briefly a couple weeks ago. The in exile one is new. Yeah, didn't think of that one but it's cool that they're buying more studios all the power to them and i think that was probably the biggest takeaway take from the exo event um so i think
0: when it yeah. comes we're, we're going back to psx it's good that playstation doesn't need to have a conference every single year true if there's nothing to say don't say it yeah. and when it comes to microsoft it's about building that culture but i also need to get this out of the way because it's something that does bother me Um, not bother me, but it does irk me. It irks me something fierce. Microsoft's bought a lot of companies and a lot of people aren't happy about that. Please be happy about it. Obsidian was not doing good. We saw uh, their their, uh, Pillars of Eternity dreadfire, right? Bombed real bad. And if it wasn't for Microsoft, that company would be in deep peril right now. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of companies welcome it because it gives them stability. But with that stability comes responsibility on Microsoft's part. There are now more than five games studios working at Microsoft who make them AAA content. I love when people like just go. All right, Xbox. They learn from their mistakes. They have five studios. Next generation's gonna fucking kill it. That doesn't dictate anything. You could buy all the studios in the world. Maybe THQ's proven me wrong. Doesn't mean you're gonna <laughs> build something successful. You need yeah. people writing that ship. Please write that ship, Xbox. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna guarantee you. Some of those games that come out are not going to hit. Like, I'm actually really afraid of the initiative because they've hyped up what that game's going to be. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know what that game is. You're talking Quad A. Now I need something that's literally going to blow my mind whole. Right? You need Kojima's and it's, son, yeah. and Kojima it's, Jr., on that game for me to go, oh,
1: and, shit, you know? and personally, I think it's got to do something different than what Halo and Gears is. Yeah. I, I think if that game is a shooting based game i think it just kind of muddles their first party exclusives a little bit i mean it could be shooting but listen yeah but like the same style look at guys
0: we're giving you something freaky friday you understand (laughs) so psx it doesn't need to happen this year in short we got on a rant but like it it'll be there next year i think you're gonna see the playstation 5 drop and with the playstation 5 with that kyle that's been the trophy room man yes it has long episode long episode
1: Good episode, but yeah, it's good.
0: You know, we had good talks. I went on a few rants. I made a few inappropriate jokes. Oh yeah, only a couple. I I think I was on a good track record today. (laughs) (laughs) Again, everybody, that has been the trophy room. And with all that said, uh, what is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Listen, all right, real talk. Before we leave, (laughs) why I'm all out of it? I just found out today that I I am going to be graduating. from sweet old college at the end of next fall semester. So I only got two more semesters to go. And I'm very happy about that Mm because it's been a long, tumultuous journey. Look at these $5 words. Uh, And I'm just very happy about it. I'm just in a real good high spirits. I'm so fucking excited. So with all that said, please, if you could, rate us five stars on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean wherever there is an RSS service, the trophy room is on there. We're on YouTube if you want the video form of this podcast each and every Thursday. I want to thank everybody for coming out showing their support for the big beautiful kids on Extra Life. Everybody mm-hmm. go tweet at Sean Capri, Sean Like Connery, Capri Like Conspiracy, over on Twitter, and then give them the hashtag freaky Friday. Tell <laughs> them congratulations. I'm Josefina, Bobina, Capri-like-the-pants. And (gasps) all that said, with all that out of the way, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See
1: you next week for episode 69. 69!